It's time for the 360 round, an important topic here, Bitcoin, digital assets. We bring in the pros, Greg Johnson, co-founder, CEO, Rubicon Crypto, and Mark Connors, head of research, 3IQ. Thank you both for being here. Greg, I'll start with you. You're feeling, and you know, trying to understand that folks have been so excited about Bitcoin. They watched it right. obviously drop from basically 70,000 to 20,000, but they're big believers in digital assets going forward. So Bitcoin, crypto, what's our current situation and what's your outlook, Greg? We have a long outlook and we're going to have to be very patient, Nicole. It's good to be back with you and to talk about this. You know, the, the, uh, the good news and the bad news. The good news is it's not going anywhere. The industry is just getting started. But in an ironic twist, we believe at Rubicon Crypto that the next big lift in the industry doesn't come until we see significant regulatory clarity to bring the rest of the wealth management industry into digital assets. And that's going to be one of the big things that drives the next run that I think everybody has been waiting for and looking for. Until then, I think we're in a bit of a, a digital asset purgatory in terms of this sideways movement in the markets. And Mark, you had the same idea. You said the stabilization and of, of what goes on here, the regulation will be the next catalyst for this group. What kind of timing are you expecting? And um, you, you both seem to agree on this point on regulation and clarity. Tell me more, Mark. Sure, and the timing, I think we, you know, everyone points to the happening out there in uh, early 2024 and the nine months before that that puts you in q1 q2 of next year that's when people think we leave this uh this crypto spring and enter summer so that's the first one technically but the other one that's happening faster is what we spoke about in our note to you i mean look at the price action in traditional financial assets on thursday there it's bipolar you have the markets moving up and down between mm -hmm. Fed notes and Powell speak. And on Friday, you have two plus percent volatility on an unemployment number that really should have been more muted. So there's uncertainty, unresolved issue in financial, financial assets. The reason we mentioned that when you bring up the question of when Bitcoin, there are more people coming to the space because of the failure of traditional financial assets. You know, the tenure, the debt, the basement, it's a problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when we look at uh, the miners and what goes on here and abroad, tell me a little bit, Greg, about what folks should be looking at if they are interested in going this route and having a diversified portfolio and right. having digital assets in it. Well, you speak about the miners, Nicole, and I would tell you the first thing is what a horrible irony it is right now that so many of the, the mining organizations are under great duress from a variety of different circumstances. There's a couple of bright spots, but when you think about it, they're cash strapped. You see the price of Bitcoin, I mean, the rewards for all the efforts that they have to make is down. And you're also seeing political uh, pressure being heaped on some of these uh, very big mining corporations. So exactly the time where you would have hoped for momentum and to generate some positive results, many of the established players are in big trouble, with a notable exception being Hive block, blockchain, which actually is uh, you know, a, a harbor in this kind of uh, winter that we're seeing, this bear market for the mining industry. Even our friends to the north in Canada Many of the power companies, believe it or not, are refusing to sell electricity to miners to make it even more of a challenge right now, which begs the question, who gets to decide what is the noble use of electricity uh, in, in our world? 
And so that's something that we have to think about when you come into investing with crypto or with, uh, or with Bitcoin, frankly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you were talking about the volatility that we're seeing in some of the other markets here, Mark. Um, and you noted that, for example, gold is down, volatility unchanging, saying that both uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum down, but less volatility to a certain extent. Um, is that good? Is that good enough for folks who want to get into digital assets? I mean, I guess it's one point that maybe may make them feel better. What would you tell folks that want to do this? How do they go about getting involved? What do they need to know? I love how you bubble it up. Like for the quant heads, volatility is a nice measure, but your point is, is that going to be enough to get adoption higher? And I think that um, going volatility is a reflection of the price behavior. But the actual performance since June 30th, when crypto went through their Lehman moment, through their washout um, of CFI unregulated bad actors, Bitcoin's up, what, 12%, Ethereum's up 30-odd percent. So the performance is there. I think we're in crypto spring. I think we're out of winter. Doesn't mean we've bottomed. It means that we have, we're not going to maintain this low level for a long time because of the integrity of the blockchain and because of what's happening in, in equities and, and rates. Just tough sledding all around. But first of all, or lastly, I'd love to give a nod to the Rubicon. Love the name of your firm that's exactly what people are doing and they're crossing the rubicons you know in in pairs and triplets these days uh, not to say <laughs> you know five years of latin mark and that's pretty much what i got out of it was a was a cool name but you no know, you you bring up some great points i hope you're right and i'm wrong we have a little bit more of a sober outlook for how long it's going to take and we think much of this regulatory clarity is going to revolve around unfortunately everything in the united states these days is political this midterm election has a profound impact on the entire crypto ecosystem. Everything from whether or not we see more movement in CBDCs, whether or not we see additional stablecoin legislation, and whether or not we start to see firms invest in not just the biz dev people for digital, but the compliance right. and supervisory to make things come to life. That's the key, that's the key. Yeah. Yeah, and just a final thought here, Mark, on looking at, at the future here and what role blockchains can play in the future of the internet and Web3 and um, as we are consistently evolving in this way. Yeah, the word that comes to mind is integrity. I think you'll see it in our research, and that's the goal. Integrity, by definition, is, is performance regardless of circumstance or time, and the blockchain has done it. All the regulatory authorities are using blockchain to find the criminals. They're not digging through books and records of TradFi companies. They're focusing on blockchain, and that's forcing criminality away from it. The data is there, and it's clear. So blockchain will be adopted because it's more for less. And in a low-growth world, as we get older, with fewer, fewer youngins being born, we need to be more efficient with our time and, and energies. Yeah, and just a little patient when it comes to this. Thank you. Wonderful to see you both. A great conversation. Greg Johnson, Rubicon Crypto, Mark Connors, 3IQ. Wonderful to see you both, Greg and Mark. Thank you.